want to talk to you about the authority and the power that you have as a believer in Jesus Christ. You know, we can all go to church and look religious with one another, but that doesn't mean it's working behind closed doors at home. Now, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but the Bible says we're supposed to live in victory. Like, have joy, <laughs> peace, have a good relationship with God, good relationships with people, have our needs met, have energy, feel good, have creativity. You're not supposed to be under anything. He's your glory and the lifter of your head. We, according to the Bible, are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And somehow or another, when you talk to people, are always under something. How are you? I'm under attack. How are you? I'm under depression. I'm under a burden. I'm under, under, under. Well, God told me one time, if you stay on the attack, you won't be under attack all the time. When you know who you are, really know who you are and what God has given you. I mean, I got so excited this morning, Dave can't even tell you, just, I mean, when I put all this stuff on paper, I told him this morning, I said, you know what? If I wasn't believing it by faith, the Bible is unbelievable. 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 to Life 3.0 on E4TC Radio, the apostolic prophetic podcast ministry of E4TC International. I am your host, Apostle J.E. Bowser, and we are so glad that you are here with us today. Life 3.0 focuses on the awareness, development, and spiritual elevation of the believer through discovering who we are, what we have, and how to use the provisions of Christ. And I want to say something right off to the top, that the greatest obstacle confronting the church is not the devil. It is not sin or immorality. The greatest obstacle confronting the church today is insufficient progression of spiritual evolution. Simply stated, we're just not growing. Satan wants us to be ignorant of God's plans concerning us, being counterproductive to his agenda. And one of those things the enemy wants us to be ignorant of is how to transition divine spiritual knowledge, and what I mean by that is those downloads and revelations the Spirit releases which are crucial for the establishment of a sustainable holy life. He, he does not want us to know how to transition divine spiritual knowledge and make it manifest in the material world. Beginning with this podcast, it is our intention to confront and reverse the mindsets and challenges that come from not being in proper position while being in Christ Jesus. And as you probably can surmise, 
This is a topic that is very immense. So I am, I'm so blessed to be able to have solicited some expert help. I was impressed in my spirit to call upon five radical voices in Christendom, voices who are not contained in the box, religiously speaking, but through their relationship with Christ have been anointed to be the voices of the emerging end-time assembly. These are those called to invade Babylon, revealing the hidden things in Christ. Such a voice is my first guest today. And I'm honored that she is going to kick this off. I'm excited about what she is going to bring to the table, and I'm speaking of Prophetess Christy Williams. She is the spiritual leader of Christy Williams Ministry in Texarkana, Texas. She is a powerful speaker, a profound visionary, and a strong prophetic voice for such a time as this. She has a weekly radio program called The Awakening, with Christy Williams. I think the title alone will give you an indication of where her ministry is coming from. Apparently, there's a lot of sleeping people in Christendom, and her program is called The Awakening. And it airs Sunday mornings, 8.30 to 9 a.m. on KTOY 104.7 FM in Texarkana, Texas. Now, you can download an app on your Play Store, from your Play Store. Uh, there's three apps you can actually download. KTOY is one of them, one called Simple Radio, and another one called TuneIn. And these are very big platforms, so you can just download that and listen to her. I guarantee you, you will be empowered, inspired, and invigorated in the spirit. She is also, she has time to be a mother and a businesswoman. I don't know how she squeezes it in, but she's a very busy lady. But she had time to be a mother and a businesswoman. And you can contact her, and I'm sure you will want to once you hear what she has to say, how the Spirit is using her, on her email, Christy Williams Ministries. That's Christy with an I-E, Christy Williams Ministry, all one word, at mail, M-A-I-L dot com. Prophetess Christy Williams, welcome to Life 3.0. Hello. Thank you so much, Apostle Bowser, for having me. It's a pleasure to oh, be here. Oh, it's a blessing. I, I am honored to have you on here, and I can't wait to hear what the Spirit is saying to you today. Amen. We will begin in a series that, um, today we'll begin a series on the topic, The Authority of the Believer. And Prophetess Williams, I was, uh, I was given this um, particular scripture in Habakkuk 3.19, and I'm speaking from the Amplified Bible, but when I read it, it, just, it, was, it was just very powerful to me. It, it reads like this, Habakkuk 3.19, the Lord God, Jehovah Adonai, is my strength, my source of courage, and my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet, and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. Prophetess Williams, God wants us to walk on mountaintops. Yeah. We as a whole are not walking on mountaintops. What is going on? We're not walking in our divine authority. 
We're Hmm. not walking in that divine image, that divine identity that God has given us and that positional place that we do have in Christ Jesus. We're walking or living, if you will, beneath the structure of the anointing instead of in those hot places where the anointing lifts us high above principalities. We're not operating out of a seated realm. We're not operating and functioning and living out of the seated place, that seated place that we have in Christ Jesus. And so Mm. that keeps us from not utilizing, honestly, the authority that, that we really have. And for the most part, Apostle, I'm not sure if we really even understand or even recognize the, the true authority that we have as a believer. And so we'll stay in low places, and we won't walk on the mountaintops, as, you, as, as the scripture said in Habakkuk, that the sovereign Lord is our strength, that he has made our feet like hind's feet. I know that's talking about the feet of a deer, and I studied this thing out a couple of weeks ago, and it was talking about even the female deers and how, how their legs has this supernatural strength about them. Well, when troubles and trials come our way, we don't continue to stand. We buckle under the weight of a trial when the weight of the anointing and the weight of the authority that we carry in Christ Jesus is what should sustain us. Yes. 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 And so divine authority mm -hmm. is important. And that's what being on the mountaintop is about. It's yeah. about being in a place of authority because that's where the, the, uh, the Lord God Almighty resides, on the top yes. of mountains. That's Amen. where his administration is, is it not? That is so true. You know, I think one of the things um, that would be great is let's define what authority is because I don't yes. think for the most part we even recognize it. I know that if you you know, if we look at it from from our um the human standpoint or go to the uh dictionary and look it up, I know it's defined as uh the power to enforce laws, to um extract obedience or to command a determine or judge. Well, that's basically what God has given us. He's given us the power in him through Christ Jesus to enforce some things in the to enforce some things in our lives, to, 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 to bring about a command, to bring about the word of God, to speak it, to determine some things, to judge some things, and to look at our lives and say, listen, this does not align with the Constitution. This does not align itself with the word of God. And so I have divine authority. He has given me jurisdiction to go in and to decree and declare and to speak and to obey and to to live a life that's not subject to what I may be going through, but subject by the kingdom. And so we have to begin to operate, not just operate, but flow and to function and to live under that divine authority that we have. Yes. Yeah, that was well said. Well said. And and you talked about operating within the Constitution. The Constitution yes. for believers would be the uh, the, the New Testament itself. Yes. And it, I, I tell you, um, I, I have... Uh, 
I have ministered a number of times um, where I have asked the congregation, what, was, what, what is the New Testament? What is the New Covenant? Mm. And people do not know. I've, I've, I've met leaders who do not know. Wow. They, do, they don't know what, what, it, what the uh, provisions of the New Testament is about. What, is, what does it mean? What does it do? What, you know, they don't know. Yes, yes. And, you know, I know um, in the book of Genesis, when we go uh, back to that, I think it's uh, Genesis one twenty six and uh, 27 when God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle and, you know, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps in the earth and how God had created man in his, in his own image and in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them and how God had blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue it and have dominion and you know in all of those scriptures that we do know I'm at a place in my life uh, apostle where I want to see the divine authority the divine subduing that dominion come to fruition in every facet of my being. It's not enough for me to operate with Sunday authority without having authority show up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes, yes. It's not enough for me to have this authority that I say or think that I have, but it only works in the four walls of the church, but it can't work in my home, it can't work in my life, or it don't work, it won't raise the dead, it won't, uh, I can't lay hands on the sick and they recover, that I can't speak some things concerning my children, that I can't prophesy the word of the Lord and see that come. Where is our authority? What have we done with it? What have we done with the authority that we have in Christ Jesus? I believe that we stopped at salvation for a lot of us, and we know that salvation is essential, but we stopped at salvation, and now we're not seeing the manifestation of the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit showing up in our lives. Mm. And we have to go back to the original pattern of what God set authority in, in us and in the earth to be we have to go back to that original pattern. Let, let me see if I understand exactly what you're saying. It's what, I, I believe what you just said is that it's one thing to know what authority is, but it's impossible to ignite it or access it if we, if we are absent of the original blueprint of what dominion gave. Exactly. exactly. All right. All right. So therefore, we have to we have to understand the uh, the essentials of dominion in order to exercise authority. Exactly. We have hmm. to because if you don't know the dominion, if we don't understand dominion and the blueprint of dominion and why God created us a man, humanity <clears throat> in his image, in, 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 in our image, our likeness, you know, when he said that in his word and how he gave, put man in the garden, gave man an assignment because authority does not come without assignment. 
So, yes, yes. there was dominion in the garden, but there's an assignment that's always attached with authority. Why would you need authority if there's no assignment attached to it? So we understand that God, authority is about being authorized to do something. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to know that as believers, we've been authorized to carry the blueprint, the sound, the frequency of heaven, the promises of God, all of these things that he has given us as a people, as his, as his children, we have to understand that we have, we're ambassadors, and we have the authority to do what we are called to do, to be a representative of Christ in the earth as we represent him in the earth. And I can't be a proper representative if I don't know what all I'm supposed to represent. Yes. Yes. And so it's imperative, you know, that we know. I was thinking earlier about authority and about how um, where there is no divine authority, then there really is no acceptance from God. And I say that because I, it reminded me when in the Old Testament, when, when Cain gave God this substitute, it was without divine authority, and it was rejected by God. When strange fire was presented by Nadab and Apu, it, it, he didn't accept it because it was without divine authority. And so mm. they offered this strange fire to, to God, and they, we, we know that they died because of it. And all I'm saying is, 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 is we have operated in the midst of strange fire for so long. God, my God. That strange fire has become familiar and in a normal, comfortable mm-hmm. to us. And mm-hmm. see, the fire, I, I was asking God, well, God, what made the fire strange? Yeah, I said it wasn't, you know, and I, I know biblically, but I say, God, I know what made it strange, but it wasn't the, 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 the word strange like maybe we're used to hearing in our modern-day vocabulary. It wasn't that it was just odd or funny or, or something like that. No, it was strange because it was unauthorized. It was yes. horrible. It was profane. And I believe the Spirit of the Lord began to show me that there's a lot of unauthorized fire that's going on. But check this out. Not just in the sense of it being unauthorized or illegal in the sense of, of, of that's not a realm that I'm to flow in or different things like that. But it becomes unauthorized when we don't use the authority. If, if I'm not using the divine authority... In me, by Christ living in his spirit in me, apostle, if I'm not using that divine authority to shift some things in nations and regions and impact communities and lives and my life and all of that, then what? whose authority am I coming in? Whose name am I coming in? And if I'm wow. not using divine authority, am I using, am I using just flesh authority that's not getting me any place? Because that's strange fire to God. Because it's unauthorized. We are to use the authority as a believer in Christ Jesus. It's one thing. It's one thing if I give you my credit card 
and I gave you all the information that was needed for you to make a purchase, even the little number on the back, that little code, that little security code. And it would be one thing if you were to use that, and I've, I've given you the permission, and I've given you the authorization to. That's one thing. But I had an incident that happened a few weeks ago. Um, uh, my husband uh, passed in, in February, and I had to go to his job and, and sign some papers and, and filled out this paperwork and and uh, they, uh, the lady in the office, she said, okay, I'm going to get this fax to the proper people, um, you know, and you should be hearing something back from them in a, in a day or so, a few days. And it was weeks upon weeks, and I hadn't heard anything. And I decided to call um, the office, the main office, and they told me, they said, well, uh, we did receive the papers, but we're not able to process it. And I said, well, why aren't you able to process these papers? And they said, well, the person that signed on these, purpose, on these papers, they were not an authorized person. It was an unauthorized signature that came to our office. And so we don't even validate this paper as being legitimate because her name doesn't show up in our system. Oh does not show up in our system. And so we cannot release anything to you because the signature was unauthorized. And so mm. by her signing it, unbeknownst to her, she signed it thinking that she was helping me. But what she did was she delayed some things for me because she signed something that she was unauthorized to sign. It, it wasn't her place. It was, her name was nowhere in their system. It did not register, you know, in their computer. So they couldn't do anything about it. And I got to thinking about that, Apostle about how many times we are showing up in places and showing up. God has given us, you know, the right. He has given us the okay. He has made us be his, his representatives in the earth, but we're still showing up, acting as though we're unauthorized to do some things My for God. him. And so we'll come with a counterfeit signature, or we'll come with a, you know, with, with Satan's words, or we'll come with... What Satan tells us are with strange fire trying to make things happen for ourselves and it's unauthorized and it delays manifestation. And we are in a time and we are in an hour and we are in a season where the manifestation of the sons of God must show up and be revealed in the earth. Amen. Amen. And, and those sons and daughters of God that you just mentioned are the ones who understand dominion and understand authority and understand yes. how to exercise that. Yes. I, I, I am impressed with the scripture uh, that Jesus, uh, about the Lord Jesus Christ when he was uh, dealing with the centurion. And the centurion was saying that, the, you know, I have somebody that's sick. And Jesus said, I will come. And he said, yes. no, you're, you know, I am you should even come to my house, but you just say the word, you know, yes. you, because I am a man who is under authority. Yes. And I say to this one, come, and he comes, and that one go, and he goes, and, and, and whatnot. And, he said, and Jesus said, I am amazed at this man, because I haven't found this among my own people. 
authority. Oh, my goodness. And, wow. and these are the children that he's pulling up and out, and they do not understand authority, but a Roman soldier understands authority exceedingly well because he yes. says there's somebody over me, but there's a whole bunch of folks under me. And I understand that I get, I get certain things that I am told to do, but when I get, the, when I get my um, when I get my assignment, I like what you said. When I get my assignment, I delegate it. Delegate it. Wow. Delegate I delegate it. it. Yes. I, have, I have found that dominion means, like you said, having complete authority, power, and control. It is yes. the foundation of authority. It is the it, foundation of authority. It is, and that and, is why essential that you know we in the body of Christ we must have our minds renewed renewed mm -hmm. we cannot allow ourselves to continue to operate I call it out of a fallen mindset and I go back to the Garden of, of Eden if you will and I I look at when when God placed man in the garden and when, you know, when he, when, before he placed him there, he, we know that he breathed into man and man became this living soul and how he gave man this assignment to tend to the garden, to keep to the garden. There was that authority there that when he brought the animals to, to Adam, whatever Adam named them, that is what they were called. And so mm. there was that assignment, there was that authority. We saw the dominion that they had there. But we also know that as, as, as it goes on, it talks about how the serpent entered the garden and how he basically tricked them. I, 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 I like to use the word molest because the word molest isn't just a, 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 a term that we use sexually, but it is a term of meaning disturbance. I, 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 it said that molestation also oh means disturb, to disturb. And so he disturbed them out of their place of position. He, put, he disturbed them. He molested them out of their place of authority. Oh he molested goodness. them out of their place of dominion. He he molested them out of out of their sonship. He molested them out of their sonship. And so they went from being, to me, they went from being spirit aware and to self aware. They were they were no longer, if you will, God ruled. They were more self ruled when they when the enemy did what he did. And and they began to operate out of this fallen mind, out of this fallen mindset. And one of the greatest paradigm shifts that must take place is a paradigm shift in the mind mind of the people. Mm. 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 Because, Apostle, if the mindset is not changed, if the be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that word renewing means renovate. Yes. And when you're renovating something, you're not just moving a little furniture around in your house and changing location. No, you're knocking down walls and you're you're uprooting floors and you're doing different things and you're you're demolishing some things. So we have some thought patterns that must be renovated mm, and must come God. out of a church age into a kingdom age and a kingdom age way of thinking. Yes. My God, that was very powerful, woman of God. And, and oh my goodness, that was powerful. I had an image in my head when you were speaking about that, that the renovation and the change and the mindset, the mindset. Yes. You know um, the, the scripture of, of the wheat and the tear. 
and the and the and the and the help the lord the, the lord of that territory of that farmland let's put it that way uh his people came and said well lord didn't you plant good seed in this yard and yet there are tares here and the, and the master said well an enemy has come in and and you know sown tares among the wheat and he yes. disallowed them for to pull up the tares for fear that they might accidentally pull up the wheat, not being able to recognize the difference between one or the other. Most wow. times I have ever heard anybody preach that, they preached it in the context of the church itself, uh-huh. how there would be, yeah. But I got a revelation on it that he was preaching about mindsets. Wow. That the tares are the, that the enemy sows in is a is a is a production of an illicit mindset which contaminates the growth of the wheat that's supposed to be the good things that you're thinking of the holy things the divine things and it contaminates it by but and, and it ruins it by usurping the the um, the the, uh, the water that it gets the sunshine that it gets all the things that it needs to grow it contaminates it and can, takes control weeds will always do a number on your on your on your uh, lawn and on your um your flower beds you you tend to pull them up because they choke and and and, and disrupt the thing it was a mine thing they um, preached the, the see, see it, you talked about being in the box they preached the church at the expense of fertilizing the mind wow <laughs> That's powerful, and that is so true. And so we, 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 the mind has been on lockdown. The mind, the mm. mind, if you will, is still in the fallen state. But when the second Adam came on the scene, <laughs> yes. you know, he came yes. and he did what the first one couldn't do or didn't do. But he just didn't, I believe, he just didn't come to, to, to bring us back identity and and divine image divine identity divine authority and and bring forth you know salvation i believe he also came to restore the mind to restore that mind back to the original intent that that god had for it anyway because when Mm. they operated they operated with them how did adam know how to call the cow the cow (laughs) he just knew it was him it was in him and so we must go back to to our right mind i mean our right mind and i'm talking about the righteous mind the mind that 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 that's focused on god the mind that that that's saturated with god's presence the the mind that because we know that the flesh is willing yeah i mean excuse me we know that this flesh is weak but the spirit is willing but we have to do some things in the natural as far as renewing our mind that's why we're to pull down strongholds that's why we're, we are to take thoughts captive that come against the knowledge of who Christ is. And if we're just allowing our minds to be the devil's playground, then guess what? We're not going to walk in authority. We're not going to live in authority. Matter of fact, we're just going to let him strip us of all authority, and he, we're going to give him and this is what I hear in my spirit when I say this. We're going to give him legal, illegal authorization in our, in our lives. Yes, I love it. 
<laughs> the alteration in our lives. Wow. A legal, wow. illegal authorization in our lives. It's legal for us to administer it, but it's illegal because they will not be able to operate in it. That's it. Mm. It, Apostle. And anywhere that divine authority is missing, then we can expect for mandates to be mishandled. Ooh. Ooh, say that again, for a woman of God. Say, say, could you please say that one more time? Where divine authority is missing, you can expect or we can expect for mandates, for divine mandates to be mishandled. Oh, my where goodness. Where divine authority is missing, divine mandates will be mishandled. It will be an abuse of authority. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because we we have to operate. This authority that has been given us, and I know people may be saying, well, you know, but it is divine. And when we're saying divine, we're meaning that it comes from God. But it's the authority of the believer that when sickness shows up, I have divine authority on the inside of me to decree and declare what, what has already been authorized in the heavens before the beginning of time for my life. I can, I can speak, I can decree and declare that by stripes I am healed. That's the authority yes. that I have as a believer. But if I don't know it or if I don't even put to practice what I'm authorized to do, then I'm just going to sit and keep giving the devil a legal, illegal authorization in my life to bring forth sickness and anything else that he wants to do. It is time for us as the church to Arise and to arise as an apostolic church and to take this authority that he has given us and to use it. We've been mandated. We're mandated for it. This is part of our mandate. The mandate never was for us to look cute and sit on pews and become cheerleaders and ornamental, yes. but not functioning in the things of God. My no, it God. was given. The mandate is given with authority for us to go out and turn this world upside down. Yes. The authority yes. is for us to go into nations and regions and, and know that we have the jurisdiction of heaven backing us up that I'm authorized to flow in the realm of a prophet because that who that is who he authorized me to be. That's who he authorized me to represent in the earth realm so that when I show up, I'm showing up not only with the authority, but I'm showing up with the dominion. I'm showing up with, with, with the representation. I'm showing up with heaven. I'm showing up with the apostolic oil and grace and function that is on my life to go in and not look cute on a platform, but to shift some things, to activate some things, to equip some people, to establish some things, and to say, you are called as a sit one. You are called to, as a sit saint to go into your sphere of influence and make an impact. Where is the, where is the blueprint for impact with our church as a whole? 
That's what we are failing to see, Apostle. And I remember the Spirit of the Lord said, it's because the fingerprint of man is all over the church, on the body. But we're getting ready to see a prophetic shift in that thing because as God takes us back to the original and he's doing some unusual things, he's bringing back restorative order. He's bringing back with corrective measures, putting his body in place so that the blueprint of heaven can be seen and not the fingerprint of man. Mm. And that's, that's key strategy right there. Key strategy. Now, brothers and sisters, as you are listening to this broadcast, I've just felt this in my spirit to say, there is a very many of you who go to church faithfully every Sunday, who have been going to church, who love the Lord with all your heart and soul, and you have not ever heard a message like you're hearing right now. This is what the woman of God is saying. There is, and we're not pointing fingers at your pastor. It's not one of those types of deals. We're here to help you elevate. We're here Amen. to give you the information that you need to realize there is more than just going to the cross. The Lord Jesus Christ knew from the time that he was aware enough to understand his purpose and mission in this world, it was to go to the cross. But as he was headed toward the cross, his eyes were fixed for beyond the cross. It was what was coming next that counted the most. As he, Yes, the cross will give you salvation. Yes, the blood will heal and deliver you. Yes, there is resurrection power outside of that grave. But what comes next changes everything. And that is the power of God which resides in you because it is that Holy Ghost power that is living inside of you which reconstitutes dominion and gives you the ability to operate in authority. This is what we're talking about. This is an apostolic prophetic message that's going out that needs to be in every single church so that we would be able to face the devil and make him flee from every last one of us. This is the what you might be missing, and we yes. hope that it resonates in your spirit in a very positive and impacting way. And I'm going to ask the woman of God if she doesn't mind. We've given you the fruit, brothers and sisters, where everything, <laughs> we kind of inverted, everything that we've done so far gives you the fruit of a holy tree. But we want to, I want to ask her if she doesn't mind if we go back to Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And yes. take a look at the root of this thing. Because if, if everything you just heard about authority is the fruit, dominion is the root. And we want to give you a picture of the whole tree so that you would be, have a complete picture and understand I have the seed. The seed, I'm looking at a seed in my hand. But I should not see a seed. I should see a fully developed tree in its infant state. If when I plant it, it should be exactly what it's supposed to be. If I plant dominion in me, authority is going to be my fruit. So I'm going to, if we would just for a few moments, woman of God, examine Genesis 1, 26 to 28, because up to that point, our Heavenly Father has, been, has created a brand new entity called Earth. Yes. And he has called 
various things to exist on the face of the earth. Yes. Animals, grass, trees, birds, fish, all these wonderful cattle, all these wonderful things. And the last thing, the last thing he called to come forth was something called a man. Yes. After his likeness, after his image, he called a man. And then he began to divinely prophesy and speak into this man what he wants him to be. This is yes. where we lie, the, authority, the dominion principle lies. And I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, through the power of the Holy Spirit, would you kind of work with us with what happens next, the, the, the definition of what Almighty God expected when he spoke into this, what, what was he speaking into him, and what was he expecting from him? I believe that God was prophesying kingdom agents. Mm. Mm. I believe that he was, he was prophesying, I want kingdom agents. I want family, but they're kingdom agents that will uh, subdue. I want, I want a people that will rule. I want a people that will subdue. And I want a people that's created in my image, in my likeness, but have the power, the authority, that dominion that I'm giving them because I put my divine DNA on the inside of them. And I'm going to cause them to operate and to function out of this realm. Out of, out of a realm, even though they're in the body, even though, you know, they're, they're in this human body that they're in, they're going to be my kingdom agents. Agents represent authority. Agents represent dominion. Agents represent a subduing, a rule. And he wanted some rulership. Listen, when the enemy came in and stripped so just strip things. God is still looking for some people that's going to have that restorative order and bring some things back to the original thing. That's why we, I think they call it the seven mountains apostle, dealing with education and all of these different things, political, you know, politics and all of that. And we'll tell the people sometimes in church, I've heard it said, you know, well, you don't need to be involved in politics. Why shouldn't believers be involved in politics? God is about government. The kingdom is, is a godly government. And so we got to bring some things back. We got to bring some things back. And so I believe that he was prophesying kingdom agents, kingdom agents that would have dominion over the earth and would display his indisputable power over the works of darkness and that we as a people would begin to to subdue our enemy, the adversary, by being, and that's to me, honestly, when you go back to being created in his image and in his likeness, that's what it all boils down to, operating and flowing and functioning and living that kingdom agent authoritative type of life that we were called to live in the first place. But we become double agents. We want to be in the kingdom and we want to be in the world. Mm. We want to operate as double agents. 
And let me just say this, Apostle, if I may, even dealing when you said it so beautifully about the seed, that you should be able to look at a seed but see the fruit. Yes. Already see the fruit. And the thing about it, if you got an apple seed in your hand, you expect for it to produce apples. That's the mm. You're not expecting to see no, no bananas come up from an apple. <laughs> no. And so God, we're, you know, we're his seed in the earth as well. We're his seed. We're, we are representation of the weak. And he's not a weak God. He's invincible. <laughs> he's oh, not wait a, a weak God. Wait a minute, woman of God, back up for a second. You said something extremely powerful. Thank you, for, thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're saying to the woman of God. We are his seed. In pre, and, you pre, and, and, and you preface that by saying, if I plant an apple seed, I, I expect apples and not bananas or tangerines or whatever. I expect what I planted to be reproduced because that's divine law. That's it. What? What happens, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what happens when we confess that we are the seed of, the, of, the, of, the, of God Almighty and there is nothing like him that is being manifested on the branches? That's right. That's right. He was reproducing himself. He keeps reproducing himself. When my husband and I got married, and we decided, okay, maybe we should start trying to have a baby now. <laughs> there was a seed that was released <laughs> on the inside <laughs> from him mm -hmm. that came in unison with this egg that I carried. And we found out I was pregnant. And yeah. even though I did not walk around saying, I'm pregnant with seed. I saw the end result of a baby. I'm yeah. pregnant. I'm having Greg's baby. You know, mm. we're, we're going to have a baby. So the end result of a seed was something uh, embryo. Life was coming. Yeah. And so we're his seed. Mm. So wherever we go, instead of death coming and destruction and all of this as, as, because you played Joyce Myers at the, at the beginning. And mm -hmm. that's the kingdom authority type of life, that when you show up on the scene as a seed, what you bringing with you? What kind of yes. seed are you carrying in your womb? What, what, mm. If it's the seed of God, then it should be a seed of life. Even if it comes in the way of correction, even if it comes in the way of whatever, it should birth forth life. It should birth yes. forth because Jesus came. He was planted in, in Mary's womb. Step down through the annals of time. Step into the, this woman's womb. Became a seed, if you will. And was birthed in this earth realm. Walk the face of this earth. He said, I remember, I think it's in Matthew 21, when he was dealing with the chief priests and the elders, and they were in the temple, and they were asking him, wanted to know by what authority did he do things? Yes, yes, He came yes. to the authority of the one they gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's it. But we are allowing, we are allowing ourselves <clears throat> to still be covered. As with big leaves.
mm, with mm. fig leaves. We, want, we like artificial coverings and artificial things that cover our authority. But God is getting ready to strip the fig leaves. Let me just tell you that. Because we can't mm. afford to live fig leaves kind of lives anymore. Come on now. Come on. Mm. We cannot afford to live that kind of life anymore. And so the fig leaves oh. must be stripped from us. Must oh, be my goodness. From us. Mm. Because what the fig leaves represent, fig leaves, I hear the Spirit of the Lord even now saying, fig leaves are not authorized by me. <laughs> That's unauthorized. Yes. Yes. That's unauthorized. Say it, and, woman and, of God. I, I hear him saying this. That true sonship, the sons of God don't wear fig leaves. Slaves do. Because the slaves Ooh. still don't know who they are. Ooh. The My slaves. God. And, and God, it does not say in the scripture that, that, the, that the world or the earth is groaning and waiting in expectation for the slaves of God to come. And be no. revealed. It's it for the sons of God. But see, fig leaves and all that stuff represents immaturity and irresponsibility, untrustworthiness. And yes. anything that's opposite of authority is tyranny. It's oppressive. And so sonship is not about being oppressive. Sonship is about power. Hmm. That's powerful. Say that again. Sonship is not oppressive. Sonship is power. Wow. Mm. It's power. But see, we become oppressive under the fig leaves. It becomes tyranny to us. Tyranny is where authority is void. Mm. And if mm. divine mm. authority is not showing up, apostle, in our lives or in our assignments, in our purpose, destinies, marriages, businesses, as believers, and marketplace ministry, if there's no true divine authority that's in operation, there's impotence there. If there's voidness there. And guess what? There's an artificial seed that's being released. And oh God, God don't produce nothing that's artificial. He does not. That's counterfeit. That's counterfeit. Yes. That's counterfeit. Yes. And so that's you will counterfeit. cover yourself with the fig leaves trying to hide the nakedness of your unauthorized authority that you, you used. Wow, that's powerful. That is oh, that's extremely powerful. Because you operate in the seed of authority that God has given you through Christ Jesus. Mm, I mm, said mm. again by the Holy Spirit, we must stop giving the enemy a legal, illegal authorization into our life. In other words, stop giving him access to your soul. Yes. 
Jesus said something interesting on his way to the cross, his last real conversation he had with his apostles and, well, disciples at the time. And he said, I'm, I, uh, I, have to, I will not be able to speak much with you anymore. The prince of the power of the air, he's, prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. Wow. And what, and what he was saying is, I got this, okay? I'm concerned about you. My position is, yes, I'm walking in authority. I, I am the completion of dominion and the exercise of authority. Yes. He yes. said, that's why I was able to raise the dead, heal the sick, you know, you know, and everything that you saw me do is operating in authority and, and, and striking down the illegal alien that's working in this world who is Satan. He has yes. no legal right to function. No legal right. No legal right unless we give it to him. It was given in the Garden of Eden, but it was, it was taken back on the cross. Yes, it was taken back on the cross. We're living in a restoration that we know nothing about. Wow, that's powerful. It, it, well, we have people, like I said earlier, who, who go to church but don't understand their covenant right yes. and their covenant responsibility. Yes. You see, we want Jesus to do it all. Yes, and he's done it. <laughs> what, 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 yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's covered us. But watch yes. this. We do, not mean, we do not mind being in Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's the Christ in us we have a problem with. That's it, Apostle. And delivering him, bringing him, letting him out, letting him out. And now that is so good. <laughs> that, that's good. That's powerful. Because, because the, the Christ in us demands responsibility. Exactly. It demands and it. And that's the thing with accountability I mean, with authority, there is responsibility. Absolutely, because the authority is delegated. We're not God with a big G. We're God with a small G. And the God with the big G said, listen, this is what I want in you. And and, and when when he gave the description in Genesis 1, 26 to 28, that description is what what he created is supposed to do consistently. Angels do one thing. Thing consistently. There's a number of angels with different varieties, and they each have different responsibilities. No one angel jumps over and to another angel's lane and usurps his ability and authority. They do one thing. There's archangels, there's cherubs. Cherub doesn't yeah. do what an archangel does. And everything on earth, I cannot do what a tree does or, or a blade of grass. I do what I do. Okay? Yeah. And so when he spoke that in Genesis 1, 26 to 28, that's what he wanted men to do, and we are to stay in our lane and do that do. Wow, that is so powerful. And with that authority and with that, um, that responsibility, there's also accountability. Accountability. Because we're held. Accountability. With the authority, what are you doing with yes. the authority that God gave you? What what are you what what are we doing? What am I doing with the authority that, as you said, Apostle, that I'm to stay in my lane and to use this authority? What am I doing with it? 
and mm. there's an accountability that comes with it. Yes. Yes. My name is written yes. in the Lamb's Book of Life. When I stand before the Lord and my name is found there, I'm saved. But what did I do with the authority? Accountability. Authority in, did that delegated, did it impact a life? You know, did, did it shift, did it change, did, did I follow the instructions? Was I obedient, you know, was there fig leaves on my purpose? Or, or did I, you know, just decide Ooh. I'm going to be like Jesus and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I'm called to do? I, because Jesus said I must be about my father's business. Yes, yes, yes. And his father's business involved authority. It involved mm. impact. It involved change. It involved shakeups. It involved what all the constitution of the government of Christ, the government yes. of Christ, it involved it. And so we mm. as a body must get back to the constitution, must get back under and I say it like this, but I, this is what I hear in my spirit. We must come back into the full order of kingdom government. We're so worried about the government in the earth of what we can see in the natural. Let's come back under God's house. Let's come back under the, 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 the theocracy of, of the government of the kingdom. Yes. Because if we can do that, that's when we have not only the authority, but the power to change government here. You and said when, something powerful. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Apostle. I, I am sorry for interrupting, but you said something so powerful. You're saying so many wonderful things. And I hope, brothers and sisters on this line, that you are hearing what the woman of God is saying because she is really pouring out from her spirit some very powerful things. You're going to have to listen to this broadcast again. There's no doubt about it. I know that I will. And you, woman of God, had, was uh, saying about the government that we are so focused on the government of this world, of the world, world's governments, that we yes. have neglected the government of God and the kingdom. And the kingdom. Now, why is it we are so afraid to release what we see and, and, and not embrace what we don't see. In other words, why are we so enamored with the corrupted political um, mechanisms of this world and yet not, we are afraid to embrace the kingdom of God in this totality? What I mean by that is to understand it, to release it, to speak it, to believe in it. What is, what is it that stops us? We're believers. We're, we're, we're saved. We're born again. We're filled with God's spirit. And yet we stop and don't allow his kingdom message, and we don't allow his kingdom and his government to be understood and to be realized. What is, what is blocking that? What's blocking it, I believe, one of the things is fear, and I say it, and I say fear like this, because we know that as a believer, we are called to be solutions mm. in the earth. In the earth, we're called to be yes. solutions. But we've seen with the natural eye for so long and the natural perception of a thing that we can't even see spiritual things. 
We can't even sit. We become blind to it. And so we know that if I can sit back in my house and I can complain about it, but God didn't tell me to complain. He created me to be a solution. Mm. Because it's going to cost us to be a solution to a problem. We really don't want to pay the cost. So Mm. we'll stay covered up in our houses with fig leaves on and we'll throw shade and all of these different things. And then we will also sit back in lanes that we're not called to because we become so religious and we don't see that we can go out and make a difference. I remember Mm. when the Spirit of the Lord told me, he said, why did I place you on the scene? to be seen on the S-C-E-N-E, to be S-E-E-N. Why are you on the scene, Christy, to be seen? Because you're not there to build your platform. You're there to be a mind. You're there to be a solution to something. If I called you to show up on the scene, then that means you have the power, the authority, the dominion to shift the scenery of a thing. And so we're comfortable having church, but to be the church means that we're going to have to show up on the scenes and let the glory of God be seen and roll up our sleeves and do some work. That's what it boils down to. When Adam was in the garden, God placed him there to tend it and to keep it. There was work involved. And so it's easy to keep our Egypt mentality. It's easy mm. to say, well, I see this promised land, and yes, you know, there are, there, there are big grapes there, and, and go in and even bring some back and show the people, but still come back with a negative report. But there's giants there. Well, you know, we can't do anything about the government, but that's, that's just, let them handle it. Well, you the them. We're the them. But, but, but the children <laughs> of God, we are the them. We're the them. We <laughs> don't have no power. <laughs> they only have they the got counterfeit power. Yes. They 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 yes. got they got strange fire. But mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit show up and begins to, to 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 talk and begins to to show and begin begins to demonstrate the power of God, we're able to see the manifestation of the demonstration of the power of God. You know. Yes. The disciples in the book of Acts, they they weren't worried about the cost. They were willing to mm. pay it. Yes. They knew they were gonna die. And we 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 must. You know, we talk about our government and we know that there's much corruption and all of this, but Christ is not corrupted in us. Mm. So if he called, if somebody's listening to this and God has called you to run as a senator, <laughs> right there in your state. Don't you allow no devil in hell or people or a religious spirit to tell you that you cannot be involved in politics, that that's just from the devil. That, no, we need Holy Ghost-filled people in politics in the earth so that they Hallelujah. can like things. Hallelujah, yes. And that's needed. In marketplace ministry, we have to show up. And we're not going to all show up, Apostle, with a shako rebelama. You know, <laughs> no, we're going to show up to change some policies. I can mm-hmm. do that in my prayer closet, and if it's called for there, God, the unction of the Holy Spirit will lead me. But God needs you. He put the intellect in you to change some things. 
Yes, yes. And so show up on the scene for his glory to be seen. Hallelujah. So it can shift the scenery of a thing. Hallelujah. My God, you, thank you, Jesus. You were, speak, you were speaking about... The, and, I, and, I, and this, I'm just going to throw this in. I'm going to let you go. I hate to do this. I can talk about this with you Ooh, all day because this, this, is, this is phenomenal. And I hope, uh, brothers and sisters, that you're hearing this. And I'm, I've, I've already prayed about it being resonating in your spirit, that you would be excited in your spirit about what the woman of God is, is bringing you today. She, you mentioned something about them. Uh, uh, how did you put it there, there in the... Um, their administration is coming from from uh, counterfeit, being counterfeit, yeah. and I was just thinking, yeah, yeah, they they're living a counterfeit life, yeah. speaking speaking a word that is contradictory. Come on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and 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 yeah. they and and they are operating from that perspective. We look at our morning news, we see what's going on every day, whether it's at the governmental level on the local level, on the national level, there is no good news left. Sometimes you watch the whole news uh, show on TV, an hour's program, and the only piece of good news that they, uh, the news team would have would be the last thing they say before they sign off. One little old something they'll say at the very end. The, yes. rest, the rest of the hour is bad news. Yes. And it's yes. time for us to look out there and say, this is not the way life is supposed to be. That's it. That's I could not have been born for this mess I'm looking at right here. Mm -mm. And brothers and sisters, what Prophetess Williams was saying to you all this time was if you don't like what you see when you look out your window or look at your morning news, if you don't like what you see, and there is a power that is in you that has been authorized by your Heavenly Father, who is your creator, oh, by the way, and has spoken into you and has given you the authority to make the changes that, so that you can look out your window and look at your news and rejoice at everything you see and hear because it's nothing but positive and good for you. My God. You have that capability. What oh we, Prophetess Williams and I, are talking about is making that heavenly change. Yes. Amen? Amen? Amen. You have been listening to um, Prophetess Christy Williams, and I told you she's a, she's, she's a revolutionary figure. She is a, she is a, divine, uh, uh, a divine voice in such a time as this. Her, her ministry is, is, yes, she has a prophetic ministry. I think you heard the undertone of apostolic in there because it's intertwined. It is powerful. It is it's potent. And um, she's here to invade Babylon, point blank and period. She is part of the, of, of the uh, Babylon invasion ministry team globally, okay? And, and this is... My God, today, I was, that was powerful in itself. And this is exactly what you heard today. If you like hearing this, and you are not hearing this at your church, and I'm not pointing fingers at the man or woman of God, but I am talking about an end-time message for end-time people that are going to do their book of Acts type of stuff. This yes. is what we're talking about. Getting, yes. Not only getting back to basics, but understanding who you are, what you have, and how to use what Christ has given you. 
if you want to hear from Prophetess Christy Williams, you will be able to hear from her. Every, she has a weekly program called The Awakening. I'll repeat this again. The Awakening with Christy Williams. It airs of Sunday mornings, 8.30 to 9 a.m. on KTOY 104.7 FM in Texarkana. If you're not in the, in the area of Texarkana, you can download the following apps and uh, look up her broadcast every, and I tell you, it's, it's worth listening to. It's more than worth listening to. It will help you grow spiritually and in every kind of way. You can uh, go to your app store, your Play Store, KTOY, or Simple Radio, or TuneIn. TuneIn is a global network, so you can, you can hear Prophetess Christy Williams, and you can also get in touch with her with Christy Williams Ministries at Mail, M-A-I-L, dot com. Uh, it, is, it is always a pleasure, an honor. I, I, I'm going to be very greedy. <laughs> can, I, can, can I get another session out of you sometime real soon when you have availability? Can we pick this back up? Because this, this was <laughs> unfinished and very potent. <laughs> For the for the opportunity to to come on and just to share and to um, let let the believer know that we definitely have authority in Christ. Yes. Go into yes. administrations, you know. And I I know we got to go. And I, I just wanted to say that um, prophetically, I know that God shared with me that He is assembling an assembly. A people. Mm. He's assembling an assembly. And I know that that is the, the emerging church. I know it's the end time. But he's, a, he's assembling an assembly to go into these false administrations. And he's going to use this assembling of assemblies to bring uh, a shift, a, a bring back the blueprint of what the true administration of kingdom looks like. And so going into this false system of Babylon and these false administrations, if we as the sons of God don't show up and don't go, then what's going to happen? We're going to have yes. the same old, same old, and it's going to get worse and worse. It's going to so get worse. I have a responsibility. We all have, as believers, the ministry of reconciliation. There's somebody that's in a false administration that's unsaved, that don't know nothing about God, but when the Son of God shows up on the scene, hallelujah, and you're revealed as a son, you're going to be able to, how do we know that we won't be able to speak a word from God or just show up on the scene and something shifts and that person uh, uh, comes into the kingdom of God? defects from this false administration. Say, I'm not going to live under oppressive government anymore. I'm going to live under the true government of Jesus the Christ, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and I don't have to live out of tyranny. I don't have to live in an oppressive state, that I can be free, because being free in Christ means I'm free indeed, and I'm yes. free with I'm free with authority. I'm free with power. I'm free to be a kingdom agent, not a double agent, but a kingdom agent for the king of kings and the Lord of lords. My God. Woo. 
Well, we will definitely, as the Lord permits, pick this back up so we'll have a part two to this. Absolutely. Would you please, if you don't mind, would you pray us to conclusion? Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we give you all the praise and all of the glory, God, for what you are speaking, God, to your church. And I just pray, oh, God, that the fat from our ears is circumcised, oh, God, to hear your word, your voice, the frequency of heaven in this hour. God, I thank you that you are raising up an assembly of people, oh, God, that will go in and snatch, oh, Father God, souls from hell, Father God. I thank you that you're raising up a people that will push back the darkness. You're raising up a people, oh God, that you're changing the wineskin so that you can pour out the new wine. I thank you, God, that the modules and the models of things are changing and going back to the original blueprint of you. And so, Father, as you raise us up, God, God, we say that we will go. We will go, Father God, and we will stand and we will be the solution on the scene to allow the demonstration of the manifestation of your glory to be seen around the world in Jesus name we pray amen 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 we want to give you uh, we want to bless you prophetess Williams thank you so very much for coming on and blessing each and every one of us I I, it came so fast I couldn't take notes I'm glad this is recorded but we thank you so (laughs) much for the for giving what you gave we look forward to our next session of doing this together and uh, I believe that, that which you were used by the Holy Spirit to give a release for a lot of people, starting with me, but for a lot of people, you know, um, to, to see that there is more than what they are, they are hearing or, or, or sensing in, even in their local assemblies. This is an elevated message. This was taking them to, an, uh, to the forefront of walking in, in uh, an, an authority on the forefront of walking in dimensions. And so here we are preparing the body of Christ. Thank you so much for the gift that you are. We want you to know how much we really appreciate you and looking forward to working with you yet again. Thank you so much, Apostle. Be blessed. God bless you so much. Thank you. And we thank you for listening to us today. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll, we'll bill you so that you would know when the next time that we will be on the air would be very soon. Hopefully, we, when uh, Prophetess uh, Williams has an available date, we will be able to put it all together and let you know the next time. Until that time, keep growing in Christ. Keep learning. Keep praying. Keep believing. Remember, you have authority. You are something special to God. You're his son. You're his daughter. Follow the blueprint, you get the results. Until next time, God bless and be well in Jesus' name. Amen.